And then there's Mandy. Cosmetos tells John Fusco, no film school. Mandy has a wholly different origin. When I was a kid, there was this shitty fair I went to in our town called the JC Fair. I was probably around 8 years or 10 years old. There was a stall that was selling ZZ Top wallets or metal band wallets, Velcro wallets. I was like, oh, they have a ZZ Top wallet. I went to buy the ZZ Top wallet, and this woman that was working, selling the wallet, she was obviously a metalhead. She wore glasses. And as a young boy, for some reason, I fell in love with her. When I walked away, I forgot the wallet. She was like, hey. And my heart left. I was like, oh, she's calling back to me. And I turned around. She's like, you forgot your fucking wallet. You forgot your ZZ Top wallet, kid. Okay. His impression of this woman, why he fell in love with her at 8 or 10 years old, is because she was a metalhead who wore glasses. What does that mean? Mandy's a metalhead. Right? Air quotes. Wears a t-shirt with... Is it Black Sabbath? I don't remember now what shirt she wore. What does that tell us about her? If you're a metalhead, maybe it means something to you, but what does it tell someone who isn't? What do we know about her from the fact that she's a metalhead, from the fact that she reads some stupid fantasy novel that sucks? That she draws pictures we don't really get to get a good glimpse of, but apparently involve fantasy settings of some sort? Drawn in monochrome? What is the tone? I would love to have heard this interview because he says... She's like, you forgot your fucking wallet, you forgot your ZZ Top wallet, kid. Is this this woman judging him for buying a ZZ Top wallet? When she says, you forgot your fucking wallet, is she trying to be helpful or is she trying to be a bitch? Is this a weird juxtaposition of him falling in love with this woman because she's a metalhead who wears glasses and then she makes fun of him because he bought a ZZ Top wallet? Why was he buying a ZZ Top wallet at 8 or 10 years old in the first place? Who's in the ZZ Top as an 8 or 10 year old? How do I add this to the backstory, Panos Cosmetos? Who at 10 years old, I wonder what year this was, then I know how old he is, I haven't looked it up yet, buying a ZZ Top wallet. Why does he need a wallet at 8 or 10 years old? Why does he have to tell us that the fair was shitty? I, there's so much here, I just, it's weird. On the one hand, there's so much here that you could unpack or try to unpack, that, but there's also so much that isn't said, and that's the problem that it comes to his answer to this interviewer and his hour of being able to explain who air quotes Mandy is. We don't know. We shouldn't care. I've said before, there's a lot of people who apparently do care. I don't care. And I think your average filmgoer wouldn't watch this film. Your average filmgoer would turn it off if it was on and they watched, were stuck with it. Because it's boring as fuck in the first half hour. It's boring for the next half hour. Then it goes back and forth between crazy violence and really boring shots of Nicolas Cage staring at things for the next half hour. I don't know, it's coming later. Yet. I don't remember. I don't remember where this movie's going. I know there's going to be a chainsaw fight. I know there's something involving some weird planet in the sky. I forgot completely, between the, my first viewing of the entire film and rewatching it this slow way, that there were animated sequences. I forgot about the bikers. I... It just... I don't... See, I don't buy this story. He fell in love with this metalhead who was working thing. No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with my story. He fell in love with Shelley Duvall when he watched The Shining. Maybe he watched it that night. He's sitting there holding his ZZ Top wallet, thinking about this metalhead with her glasses, and how she made fun of him for buying a ZZ Top wallet. And then he's watching The Shining, and he's like, you know what? I bet Shelley Duvall's a metalhead. And that's when he fell in love with Shelley Duvall and her long face and her big eyes. In the future, he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sometime in the future, I'm gonna make a movie, and I'm gonna cast Shelley Duvall. Who I just learned is apparently still alive, so he could have had her in the movie. 
Maybe she wouldn't have fit as the title character, but he could have had her play, uh, frickin' Susan. My dear lady. I don't care. Whatever. I don't... <sighs> I know a metalhead in, in college, and I had a crush on her, and that... I didn't know much about her other than that, actually. See? Stupid story. Told you nothing. I could go into a whole exploration of the various people I've had crushes on and why and figure out what made them all similar, what made them all different, what made them all get my attention. But that doesn't matter, because if I'm writing a movie and I'm basing a character on one of them, what matters is whether or not you care about that character. What matters is whether or not that character has enough depth for you to want to pay attention. What in the beginning of this movie makes anyone, or should make anyone, want to pay attention to Mandy? We have this natural inclination in a story, in a film. We're watching it, and we get a main character who's on screen more than anyone else at the beginning. Of course we're going to pay attention, because why else are we there in the dark of the theater or dark of our living room watching it on our TV, or watching it on our phone, or our iPad, or our computer, or whatever? When we're focused on a movie, we want to get attached to a character. So if a character's there, we're going to get attached on some level. But it's the director's job, it's the writer's job, it's the actor's job to make sure that that level works. To make sure there's a level worthy of it. To make sure that there's a character worthy of our attention. Someone we want to pay attention to. Someone we want to care when they die. Someone we want to cheer on the revenge. By the time you get to the revenge in this movie, the average filmgoer would have given up. Or fallen asleep. And good for them. They're better off. I don't have time for this today. That's not even my death. 